Episode two of Mystery Moms, Tiff and Nicole, and we are in LA. Yeah, we're the sun. It's super sunny here in Los Angeles. Just kidding. We're in frigid Ohio where it is literally 15 degrees and yeah. probably dropping. Yep. It's so freaking cold outside. I don't know what to do with myself. Like I thought that the groundhog didn't see Right, yeah. or something. Is that how it works? I, I have no idea. All, all I know is that it's too cold to do <laughs> anything. Anything. Yeah, so we are bundled up here in my house and trying to bust episode two out. So, just real quick before we get into this week's stories, we just want, again, to talk about our Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, Mystery Moms, go follow and um, you can see, like, more exclusive, like, pictures and stories and just keep in touch with us and see what's going on with the podcast. Yeah. And comment, too, like, comment on, like, the photos, like, tell us stuff that you like, stuff that you don't like. Yeah, or... give us your opinions. Yeah. We love to hear that shit. Tell us what stories you want to hear, too, because I feel like when I'm looking up things, like... I'm just like, that looks cool, that looks cool, that looks cool. Like, mm-hmm. everything looks mm-hmm. so interesting. But then I always find, like, one thing where I'm like, well, that's dumb. I don't want to do that. So, If but- you would want to do a story yourself, it doesn't have necessarily happen to you. But say you want to tell a story, shoot us an email at mysterymomspodcast at gmail. Yeah. And we, like, they can be any stories, too. They can be, like, conspiracy Theory stories, paranormal, mi- like murder, mystery, anything. Anything. Like weird coincidences, the weird smelly guy that like followed you from Walmart. <laughs> we want to hear any story that you want to tell us. Anything. Anything at all. So get into your email. It's right on your smartphone and send us over something. Yeah. Anything, really. Anything. So yeah, besides that, we did get some feedback. Mostly yeah. from friends and our mm-hmm. husbands. and right. Which is most, the worst. The worst thing we could have did but was really, ask our husbands. Right. But, I mean, it really was, I felt like, was good. It? Yeah. And it was kind of eye-opening. We get it. We cuss a little too much. It's weird to hear women cuss, which I don't think should be a big deal. Like, right. I know you aren't used to hearing women cuss, but we said a lot of nervous F words, but because we were nervous. We didn't know what to say. But yeah. with that... I mean, we're probably still going to say the F word, but we'll try to refrain from saying it every other word. Yeah, yeah, we'll try our best. But a lot of good feedback from, like, our close friends and, like, some family. Like, my brother liked it, and he said my mom only listened to the first 15 minutes. And when I asked her Hmm. why, she said, well, you guys were talking about a child drowning. And I was like, well, I don't know what part of murder podcast you didn't understand, but... Hey, at least she listened because my mom, I don't even know if my mom knows that we are doing this. So, Well, some people we like, in-laws maybe, we I don't know how they'll feel about it. But, yeah. I mean, if they come upon it, then they come upon it. But this is something that we want to do. So, right. we we're don't doing need, it. We, we don't need any it. of your approval. We're doing what we want to do. Yeah. 
And so. we're having fun doing it. So, yeah. Anyways, anything else? Any other laundry stuff that we need to talk about? Um, well, I just had one little piece of something that I just, I just have to know because I've been asking oh, everyone. As stupid as it sounds, I need to know if you are Team Jordan or Team Tristan. <laughs> Oh, God. I need to know. As much as I don't care about the Kardashians, I do care about them, and I can't stop keeping up with them. I mean, they're kind of everywhere. So. They are. And that was a social media blow-up. It was. So, I got to go with my girl, Jordan. Yes. I'm sorry. Why? I mean, the girl was getting a shit ton of shit for free right. from her best friend. Why would she mess that up on do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. And She's like, not going to lie about it. Yeah. And, like, did you watch the interview, the Red Table interview? Yeah. yeah. I was expecting more. Right. And if it actually went down the way she says it did, like, I can understand being at the wrong place at the wrong time. It's definitely, like, I've been there. And, like, when you're in those situations and you're like, I really shouldn't be here. But then you just, for some reason, you keep just, like, digging yourself I, yeah. deeper and you don't I know I get it. How. Shit happens. But She's should it have stu- happened? But I don't think she's that stupid to ruin her right. life over right. that. But I also, mean, you know, if Will Smith is Team Jordan, I'm <laughs> I'm Team Jordan. Will Smith. Yeah, That's Will right. Smith. Will Smith all the way. The king. So. We um don't care what team you're on. I'm just saying. I just want to know what team <laughs> Tip was on. So, so I'm yeah. sure. No, I'm sure we probably lost. This is probably not the end of it, though. Well, yeah, more. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so if we lost. Two of our ten um, listeners. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but um, yeah. So let's just get into this week's stories because I know we're it's but it's kind of late and yeah. the, we can hear the kids running amok downstairs. So we're just yeah. gonna get into it. Do you want to go first? first? Yeah, I'll go first. Since okay, you went first last week. Okay, cool. Okay, so okay, let's go. <laughs> This is the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. I'm doing heard? I'm doing a disappearance. Are you kidding Two. me? What's his name? Sorry, I know. Brian Schaefer. Okay. Not okay. The same one. Okay. Cool. So this dude disappeared on April Fool's Day in 2006. <gasps> it's worst. not a joke. Oh no, the worst <laughs> day to go missing. I know, right? The worst. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't think he planned this. No. Maybe oh. he did. Oh, I don't maybe. Know. Maybe he did. Let's find out. All right. We probably will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Brian was a medical student. student <laughs> he was a medical student at the Ohio State University. Woohoo. OSU. O-H. I-O. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, right. maybe that's how we said it before. That's funny. So obviously an intelligent man. Um, he had been attending OSU since 1999. He had previously received a bachelor's degree in microbiology and then decided to go on to medical school because isn't that what everybody does? Like, I've done it four times. Girl, I know. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Anyways, so three weeks before starting med school, Brian's mom, Renee, was diagnosed with a rare rapid form of cancer. No. And despite them being very aggressive with their treatment, um... She passed away just, like, several weeks after being diagnosed. Oh, the worst. They were really close, and he took it really hard. Mm. So put that in your back pocket mm-hmm. for right now. All right. Okay. Despite the bad news with all of his mom, like, all that stuff and dealing with, you know, her death, he made it through the first couple semesters and was looking forward to spring break. So he booked a flight. Okay, so this was... This April Fool's Day was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
So that following Monday, he had planned a surprise trip. Well, the trip wasn't a surprise, but he had planned to surprise his then-girlfriend named Alexis. He was going to propose. Oh, So, no. yeah. Yeah, he had, you know, some exciting things planned. Yeah. Okay, so that was on the Monday. Rewind. So this is Saturday. Classes had just ended the day before. Just like every other college student, he wanted to go out and he wanted to celebrate making mm-hmm. it through. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was not easy getting through the just first. walk in the park. Right. His dorm roommate, dorm mate, if that's a word, I don't know, <laughs> Clint and their mutual friend Meredith um, decided to go out to a local bar, which was basically spitting distance away from OSU. Um, it was called the Ugly Tuna Saloon. I don't know. You think they served fish? I don't know. Maybe it was ugly fish. Ew. It was horrible. <laughs> so bad. Ew. It was not good. So people just went there to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So Found they. Ugly fish. Yeah, maybe. They went, and it, the night was pretty uneventful. So even though he went with Clint and Meredith, they weren't like joined at the hip the entire night. Mm-hmm. So they were like mingling with different crowds and whatnot. Okay. So as the night started to end like 2 a.m. I think is like yeah the typical bar closing time Clint and Meredith found each other and they were kind of looking for Brian they couldn't find him but they just decided to walk outside of the bar and stand by the only entrance and exit okay so no other way to no other way okay one door right so they stood out there and they waited for his ass to come waltzing out Mm -hmm. never did so then they were like, uh, he probably just went back home. Yeah, left right? early. Because yeah. that's honestly what I would think of. Yeah. I mean, I would be kind of pissed if my friend just ditched me and never said anything, but. Right. Well, the next morning, so this is Sunday. I guess it would have been later mm-hmm. that morning. Alexis um, tried to call Brian to talk about, like, their upcoming vacation plans. Because mm-hmm. that would have been the very next day. Right. That they were flying. Mm-hmm. Um, and his phone went straight to voicemail. The worst. Like, like, at least when it rains. Yeah, at least, like, you know it's on or something. Yeah, yeah. So when it goes to voicemail, it's, like, dead or... Right. You're instantly, yeah, like, like, oh, oh no. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Like, what's going on? Right. Oh, God. She just kind of assumed that maybe he was hungover or, like, still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Maybe both. So she just let it go. So then a few hours later, she tried to do call him again, and same thing. She called his dad and basically was just like, hey... I'm, have you talked to Brian? Like, I'm trying to get a hold of him. Like, we're supposed to leave tomorrow, this, that, and the other. So his dad, Randy, went over to his apartment. And everything in his apartment was in order. I'm talking, like, his bed was still made. His textbooks were in order. Um, his freaking car was outside. Like, and he didn't take his car to the bar or anything? No, since it was so close, I think they walked. They walked, okay. Yeah. So no sign of him. No, no, like, and nothing out of... Order. Like, it was pristine. Okay. So, of course, that alerted Randy. So, he filed a missing persons report. So, right away, the law enforcement in Columbus decided to um, go to the Ugly Tuna Saloon and get the surveillance camera footage. Which makes sense. One door in, one door. Exactly. One door. Exactly. Okay. So, he has to be on there. Right. They do, in fact, see Brian, Meredith, and Clint walk into the bar. Mm -hmm. They also see, like, later in the night, him, like, mingling with just 
friends or whatever, like a smile on his face, like nothing that would raise any type of concern. Mm-hmm. Then they watch it at the end of the night when everybody is leaving and there is no Brian. Like he never came like, out? No. <gasps> Literally went in and never came out. <clears throat> they had got like cadaver dogs and they never like found anything. I mean, they were looking the whole entire Ohio State University. They were looking all around the bar, seeing like several places, nothing. Like the cadaver dogs picked up on nothing. What? So the Columbus Police Department reached out to the FBI because at this point it's like, we clearly have somebody that's missing right? and we have no leads whatsoever, like at all. The FBI kind of laughed at them and were like, oh, okay. So on April Fool's Day, you had a guy walk into a bar and never return. This is a joke. <laughs> right. Like, you know. What, <laughs> you know, what the man, a man walked into the bar and never came out. Like, and they're like, no, for real. Like, help us. Legit. We don't know where he went. <laughs> legit. Help us. Mm-hmm. Brian is missing. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. They were able to, um, kind of get them on board and move on with the case. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know, like, they were still, like, twiddling their fingers. The only thing they could come back to was Meredith and Clint. They were the last people to see him. Right. So Meredith did a lie detector test right away, and she passed. Clint Mm -hmm. refused. He was just saying that he didn't really believe in, like, lie detectors and that there Mm -hmm. is some, like, room for error, and he was afraid that he might incriminate himself. Which, Which I, I, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you could. I don't know how I feel about them. Like, I kind of feel like, don't do it. Because, like, they could be, like, someone could accuse me of killing an an entire school bus of children. And then they're like, you drove by the school bus, do a polygraph, and then I'm going to be so freaked out. Yeah, but you could. I'm going to fail it. That's what I feel like. It's like, you're raising your fucking heart rate or something. And I'm just nervous because I'm doing this. Not that I'm guilty. Right. So I don't, I mean, I feel like if you're ever in that situation, I don't know. I know. I know. I know. So Clint refused to do it. Meredith passed, which also I think if Meredith passed and they were together Mm -hmm. most of the night, like if she was in it at all, she would know something. She would, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It's bizarre. Like, Brian had talked to both his brother and his dad the day that he disappeared, and they had made plans in the near future, mm-hmm. and they said Brian was upbeat and, like, nothing out of the ordinary. Right. So, it was weird for them to suspect that he would ever want to just go off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Although, other people were like, well, his mom had just died. Maybe he just couldn't handle it. Oh, no. Yeah. It's... If you're gonna go, if you're gonna disappear, then I feel like after going out all night's not, not how you want to do it. No. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I agree. So, anyways, <clears throat> Randy, Brian's dad, creates a website and it's just like trying to get the word out, you know, mm-hmm. about his son is missing and all that. He also goes and he talks to psychics mm-hmm. to try to get some type of answers and. Or a lead or anything, because they literally have nothing. He went on the news begging for people's fucking help. You know, if you know anything at all, like, you know, to the point where you're like, I don't even care. Like, I do care. But, like, if he's dead, he's dead. But I just need some closure. Yeah. Nothing came up. And then in 2008, Randy, Brian's dad, Mm -hmm. was in the middle of a fucking windstorm. Mm -hmm. 
got hit by debris and killed. <gasps> oh my god. Freak freaking accident, right? Yeah. Freak accident. <laughs> so on his online obituary, there is a little what do you call it? Like a like a comment prayer yeah. box. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Dad, I love you. Love Brian. <gasps> no. I swear oh, to no. God. I have goosebumps. Yes. Freaking bizarre. Oh. So they, the law enforcement traces it back to um, a public computer. Like at a library or something? Yes. Not, uh, that, not that far away. Oh, my but God. But they really couldn't, like, there was no spottings of him. Like, there right. was nothing else to go on. Right. So then they just chalked it up to a hoax. I mean. And the, how sad is that, like, there's people Jesus. out there, like, but I, yeah, that would but do I, that shit. Well, I can see it. All this oh, I know. stupid YouTube stuff know. with like that Momo. Yeah, and all oh, that. Who would put that in a child's cartoon? I know. There's a special place in hell for hoaxers and people that want to fuck with little kids. Absolutely. So the only other thing that popped up was that Brian's cell phone pinged off of a tower that was 14 miles northwest of Columbus. When was that? That was a couple months after oh. he disappeared. And then there was nothing since. It's still up in the air. Like, I guess he had talked about wanting to retire in, like, an island where he could drink margaritas and lay, put his feet in the sand. But, like, that doesn't mean that he's just going to disappear. I mean, right. he was in med school. He, he, had a, he had a million things going for him. I can't imagine one wrong thing would make someone who was probably – completely emotional, mentally stable, just completely flip a switch. Right, exactly. Literally, the case went cold, and he was labeled from a disappearance to a vanishing. Oh, my God. And you, like, seriously, I will put in, like, a little screenshot on the Instagram of his website that's still up and active. Mm -hmm. And there are people out there that don't even know him that have devoted – so much time in years to try to find something, some type of information, especially but, since his dad died. Yeah. And that was like his biggest, like. The answers have to be at that bar. So if we ever go to Columbus, we'll hit it up. Oh my God, but we can't get, like, what if it's like a weird black hole only seriously? on April Fool's how? Day? <laughs> but Columbus. how do you explain that? There was only one entrance and one that exit. That's so creepy. Like, that's so weird. It's bad. It's weird. Wow. But yeah, it's sad. Like that is so sad. Uh, disappearances. There, I know. Well, there. I got one too. Okay. Um, we decided to. I don't know. Maybe like we were still trying to figure it out. So like how we both did like a paranormal, weird, creepy pasta kind of story last week. With that, we both kind of were like, we don't know if this is true or real or not. So now we're doing real ones. So we're moving on up. But um, I literally just googled weird disappearances when yeah. I did mine. Okay. And this one popped up and it's called the disappearance of Lars Matank. Matank. Mm-hmm. Every video I watched, they had accents. So I'm just going to call him Lars. Okay. He was from Germany and he was 28 years old. And this is going on in the summer of 2014. Lars um, was going on vacation with four of his friends and they were going to a seaside resort in Bulgaria And from what I could understand, the resort in Bulgaria is kind of like how we go to, like, Mexico here. Like, it's, like, all-inclusive, free drinks, free food, and it was only a two-hour plane ride from his home. Like, two hours. It's, like, 
it's Virginia fucking appealing Beach. to a 28 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a little vacation. Yeah. So they arrived June 30th, so the end of June, okay. and they check into their hotel. The hotel is called Viva Club, mm. and um. You know, they're just doing the thing. They're, like, out by the pool. They're drinking. They're having a great time. So, July 6th. So, this is, like, almost a week after they've been on this trip. Like, well, how long were they going for? A week, exactly. Oh, okay. So, okay. they it's Saturday night. They're leaving the following Sunday. Um, I found, like, a few conflicting reports. They don't know. Like, his friends aren't really wanting to cooperate, which is another weird thing I'll get into. Mm. Um. So I don't know if Lars and his friends were at the bar or if it was just Lars. Um, But anyways, they're at the bar, um, but pretty much almost as soon as they get there, a fight breaks out. Um, They're fighting with other people about football. Other guys about football. So typical guy thing. Believable. Yeah, happens everywhere. All guys fight about football, which, I mean, I mean, my husband tries to fight with me about football, and I don't really give a shit. I get a little heated, but we just like like to (laughs) piss with my husband. yeah. So this fight breaks out, and one one article said that he got hurt at the bar, um, but another one said that his friends went to get food and kind of like left Lars to defend for himself. Pretty much what happens is Lars gets hurt, but he said he gets punched in the head. Um, so he gets a ruptured eardrum oh, God. and an injured, Ow. right. And an injured jaw. So like, he just got probably punched a few times on like his head. And... That's a big Bulgarian man that did that. Oh, right. Or <laughs> something. So, um, his friends are like telling him go to the hospital, all this stuff. So Lars yeah. goes to the hospital and this is one part that I can't understand. Maybe as a nurse, you can like explain it to me a little better, but he goes to the hospital where they say, yeah, you ruptured your eardrum, mm-hmm. you have an injured jaw. They prescribe him an antibiotic. And this antibiotic, it was 500 milligrams, and it was called sephirozine. Sephirozine. Okay. An antibiotic. Why would they prescribe him an antibiotic if he had a ruptured eardrum? Maybe because, like, it can release some fluid and, okay, like, it's exposed, like, once it's ruptured. So, mm-hmm. like... There's potential. Why wouldn't you? But he went, like, it. nowhere said he was given, like, any type of pain medication. That would be oh, my that's first weird. thing. And especially since they're leaving the next day on an airplane. And he oh, has yeah. this ruptured eardrum. Yeah. So, yeah, he, um, the doctor's telling him, you have this ruptured eardrum. I don't think you should fly. Uh, all his friends are, like, telling him, I don't think you should fly home. So he's kind of just, like. Yeah, it's fine. I, I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll call my mom. She'll get me a flight. So now it's Sunday. His friends are all leaving, but the hotel is, like, not booked up anymore. So okay. he has to go get, like, a cheap motel down the street. Um, so he gets one that's, like, close to the airport, and it's it's an okay – it's an inex- inexpensive hotel, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – like, and this whole time his friends were saying that, like, he was saying, like, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. Like, you don't have to stay. Like, a couple of them were like, we'll stay. We'll hang out with you. And he's like, I'm good. Go home. Go home. So, it, almost as soon as Lars checks into this cheaper hotel on Sunday, he starts acting, like, really, really weird. Like, super weird. He is, like, pacing in the hallways. Oh, God. He's looking out the windows. 
um, at 1 a.m., the surveillance footage, I think it said surveillance footage, caught him hiding in an elevator. And he eventually calls his mom on his cell phone. And he's telling her that he feels really scared. And he asks her if she would contact his bank and freeze all of his credit cards on all of his carts because he says there is a group of guys after me. As he oh, says, God. the same group of guys that beat him <gasps> that beat him up that night at the bar. They're like after him. Oh God, that gives me chills. How and he's all alone. Yes. Oh my god, he had to be so scared. But they said that like in the hotel they just like said he kept coming down to the lobby pacing in the lobby and like they said there's nothing going on god this sounds like american horror story like that hotel yeah what was it called hotel yeah 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 you know what i mean when it was like lady gaga yes and and they start they were all like bizarre and there was crazy shit going on in there yeah oh creepy yeah so he says this group of men and he's like he calls her back later and he's like whispering whispering to her oh and like, can you imagine like your twenty eight year old son calling no. you whispering saying, I would be my ass would be on a yes. fucking plane. I would be yes. there. I would be yep. like, You stay where you are, I'm coming to you. Big or, mama bear is gonna about to put the hammer right. down. Or I don't know, I'd be like, uh, call the police, you weirdo. Right. Like, call the police. Like do, don't just like hide in closets and elevators and look out the window. People are gonna think you're crazy. Oh gosh. Anyway, so okay. It is 6 a.m. the next day. Lars is dropped off at the airport by a taxi, and he actually shared the taxi with another passenger. And after, like, he, they said he was literally standing in the street waving it down, so they just picked him up. Okay. The driver and the passenger described Lars as having mydriasis, which don't worry, I looked it up because mm-hmm. I have no idea what it is. It says it's when the pupil, pupils are dilated in response to drugs. Or, or an illness or trauma. I wonder if he had like a freaking traumatic brain injury. Right. Or he was having a terrible reaction to the antibiotic. Right. And like there was another, there was a couple things where he was like, he just like called his mom like a few times and he was like whispering and he was like asking her what's 500 milligrams of CMX or whatever her prescription was. And she was like, I have no idea what you're saying. What are you saying? And, like, she would, like, obviously she says now she wishes she would have, like, asked him more. But like, she just have thought, him elaborate. Yeah, she uh-huh. was, like, uh, he was drinking with his friends. I just thought he just was, like, drunk or something. Yeah. Okay, so once he's at the airport, he calls his mom again. She is the one who booked in the flight. She says he sounds totally normal. Um, she advises him to check in with the airport doctor before boarding. I probably I didn't because, know that there was an airport doctor. I didn't either. <laughs> so a couple, a couple like things said that like because he w- needed to take his medication with him, uh, and he needed yeah. that like excuse to take that medication with him. But again, why? Like I figure like pain medicine. Like if he's flying, whatever, whatever. So um, he and then he still calls her back before he goes to see this doctor and he's saying again like these guys are still coming to get me i feel like they're in here in the he's like in super the airport. fucking paranoid yes so he goes and sees the doctor the doctor examines him and the doctor later would describe him as being emotionally depleted and he said the whole time like he's trying to talk to him he's just whispering to himself um, about his medication. He's saying, this, this is this medicine. It's this medicine. These guys saying these guys were the ones that gave him this medicine. They like put something mm. weird in his medicine. And then he just starts saying, 
I can't die here. I don't want to die here. Oh my and gosh. Homeboy jumps up. I'm gonna show you this video. Oh he jumps up and sprints out of the airport. It's like the weirdest thing. Sprints out of the airport, out of the front door. Like this is mid talking with the doctor? Yeah, it like you can see him running out of this room and it is like the weirdest thing ever. Jumps out out of this chair, runs out of the airport. Like, have you seen people running in the airport? Well, yeah. Homeboy doesn't have I've his, done it. He doesn't, right. He doesn't have, <laughs> doesn't have his, he's running out of the airport. Oh, yeah, I've done that. It. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my flight. Right. So, he didn't grab his bags. He didn't grab anything. He just, he just went out, walks out the front door, starts running again, and then he, like, climbs over a fence at the airport and, like, those fences aren't just like a chain link fence. Right. They're, They're like high security yes, shit. With barbed wire. Yes. He goes over that thing with no problem, runs into this little meadow. He's like superhuman at this yeah, point. Like run he like goes through this meadow into the woods where he is never ever ever seen again. Are you kidding me? Ever. And I'm gonna show you this video real quick because I want you to see it. And of course, it's probably okay. So I'm gonna okay. show you this video real quick. And like he is Wearing, oh my god, he's like running super fucking sprinting. fast. He's wearing this bright yellow shirt and these like shorts and like sneakers. He has <gasps> nothing, nothing on him. And he's like scaling this air, this huge ass fence. Oh my and he's god. Gone. Never seen from again, ever. Um, a couple of theories, obviously, that people were like, he was, maybe he was right. Maybe he saw these guys. Maybe these guys were trying to get him. Like, and you never know. Who you're gonna run into in a foreign right. country like you don't know anything about them but also why freeze your cards if you, someone's gonna take you i would want them to like, like use them take my fucking money right leave me alive yeah like let me live yeah i'll give you whatever take, you want exactly so i just feel like that was like a weird thing to like request for him to freeze yeah his cards and plus, he didn't even take him when he ran out of there. He had nothing. He didn't have his phone, yeah. passport, or – he had nothing on him. Um, another thing, people online were saying that he had paranoid schizophrenia. That's what it sounds like. But his family said he has no mental – he had no mental illness. There's none of that in the family. And I know it's, like, super common for it to be hereditary. Yeah. But there was no sign of that. They said he's perfectly normal, like, healthy guy. Um. So then they obviously go back to, which I personally think it was. It was either, I think it was the medicine they gave him mixed with he probably had a, got like a deeper brain injury from yeah. being punched. Yeah. And like, I know like football players can get hit over and over and over. But like sometimes like if you just get hit right in this, like with a, a right exact spot, plus you're given a wrong kind of medication, that could really just like mess up well not only that everything. but i'm sure he was having excessive pain mm -hmm. and let's be honest i've been in a situation where i've been under such pain that i become a fucking different person i'm not yeah. kidding you because i yeah. just want pain relief right so yeah. maybe th that on top of it was making him act super bizarre like and like obviously we don't know where he is so like we don't know if he was taking like his friends have been like they kind of lawyered up because they like they they, they were, were getting nervous. yeah they were getting conflicting stories from the friends about who was where were you guys with him during the fight why did you leave him alone to fight for himself yeah. so like they don't really know if there was like any drug use maybe he was coming down off of something mixed with the medication that they gave him the antibiotic because I would assume that would probably mess with you if you were 
on drugs or coming down from drugs and you're alone in a foreign country, you're just paranoid. It's just so sad because it was a two-hour plane ride from being home. Like, he was right there. He is in a foreign country, and who is to say that that medication was exactly what yeah, they were saying yeah, it was? definitely. Like, was it ever tested? Mm-hmm. Did You know what I mean? Was yeah. it comparable to what I guess they, they probably might have had it with his stuff, but I don't know if they ever, ever tested it. But I tried to look to see, like, okay, did you guys go search around the airport? Did you look? But I couldn't find anything. It said a month after he went missing, his mom actually hired a private investigator who looked through all, like, the homeless shelters and the hospitals and stuff like that. There were, like, a bunch of sightings. Uh, Mm -hmm. A truck driver, a bunch of truck drivers said they saw a guy hitchhiking that matched his kind of description with his yellow shirt. Um, oh. But they can't, they tried following up. I mean, they can't prove it. They think those they are, Those kind of tips are so hard, I feel like, yeah. to follow. Like, because like, maybe you get in your own head and you're like, well, I think I, I think I might have saw someone like that. And I would hate, like, I could, if I was ever in a situation where I was like, oh, shit, like, that looks like the person that I saw on Dateline that's missing. If I don't call and it is them, yeah. I would never forgive myself. Right. Well, so that's kind of one of those things. That's what there was a homeless man in Poland that looked like him. And I saw this person on Reddit said they um, they found him in the end. Like, he, they saw him in Canada and he was in Poland. But I was like, he doesn't have, if he's in Poland or he's in Canada, he doesn't have any identification. How was he getting anywhere? Right. It's 2004. It's 100%. after 9-11. They're gonna be more. They're gonna crack down on that. But anyways, they said that they were ninety nine percent sure it was him. Um, they he looked super homeless, super confused, and the person I guess went up to him and said, "Is your name Lars?" And they said he started speaking German, but they couldn't oh. understand him, and he got like aggressive, so they kind of like ran away. But December of two thousand sixteen, police in Brazil stumbled across a guy walking along a highway barefoot, and he was super disoriented confused and had no identification so they actually took his picture and posted it and it was shared and like everyone thought it was him it looked just like him he had the blonde hair he's a super cute guy everyone thought he was him but turns out he was another missing guy um his name was anton palipa i don't know how to pronounce it but he was a Canadian humanitarian worker who he'd been missing for five years. Holy shit. And his story is, like, just as, like, interesting. Like, he's he still kind of, like, doesn't know what happened to him. But that's a whole other thing. But, like, they thought – they so thought it was him. Oh, my God. How bizarre. Uh, yeah. And ironic. Right. But they but found this other guy that had been missing for five years. That's one of those bittersweet things. Like, yeah. But he's ne- – there's so never So that's been relatively, anything. like, 2004. Yeah. There's never been a single, like, anything. But I want to know, like, I tried looking so hard to see, like, did you guys search the woods where he ran away? You didn't find his right. shirt? Right. You didn't find, like, anything? I don't know. I have so many Disappearances questions. are so weird and strange. And it's like, how does someone just yeah. drop off the face of the They're earth? They're so interesting and, like, heartbreaking. And But I like them. I know. Could you imagine being mom and not having that no. closure? Like, nope. I want to know, like, is my son or daughter alive? Or are they dead? Or do they need help? Do they need a blanket? Are they eating? Are they, like, I I couldn't imagine. And I was telling Tiff earlier, I listen to Crime Junkie, and 
they label their episodes by what type of episode it is. They'll do like a murder, serial killer, and I they do missing. And I literally went through and listened to every single missing person one. And there's so yeah. many good ones. There's a show. So Did you ever watch the show on Oxygen? Yeah, Disappeared. Yes. Oh, God. They haven't put out a new episode in a while. But I'm so seriously good. addicted to that show. But then, like, I hate whenever, like, you kind of find out the answer. And it's, like, disappointing because you think of all these crazy things that could have happened and you're just like oh they just like walked away and like drowned or something I don't know or like like the people that literally wanted to try like there was a one of a woman who literally dropped her kid off with a babysitter and then she wasn't seen for years and here to come find out like she did she wanted to live another life so she just literally wanted to run away (sighs) so she dropped off the face of the earth for like how do you do that no like in this day how do you do that it's just crazy I would never. I would never. Anyways, I can't believe we both did this. I know. This is exciting. I like, yeah, I so. like that we didn't plan it. Because we're not planners, okay? Yeah, so yeah. if you're a planner, we might need you on our team. Yeah, because... <laughs> help us make a damn website. I'm so, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. But seriously, guys, like, it would help us so much if you just, like, told a friend or told 20 of your friends if you don't listen, um, if you don't have an iPhone, which I don't know how you're listening to this now. Right. <laughs> so we're on iTunes, but we, um, our host site is Podbean. So you can find us on Mystery Mom's podcast on Podbean and um, listen to our episodes there. But hopefully we'll get us on Stitcher and Spotify and yeah. all that stuff soon. We're trying. But anyways, it's been real. Yeah. Stay mysterious, guys, and send us your freaking stories because we're going to read them. We don't want to tell all our stories. Yeah, send us your shit, people. Send us your shit. Mysterymomspodcast at gmail.com. Please, and thank you. Bye. Bye. Stay classy. Stay mysterious.